Okay, Bershus, my very dear Yedid, Bershashiva, Rameer Shlita, it's Mamish Kedai to come, just to be able to see Adam Gadol and to be Nene from uh, my friendship with, with uh, Roshashiva. Mamish Kemayim Panam Al Panam, Kain Lebne Adam Al Chaveroi, whatever Rabbi Bronstein said. Bechlal Chazal say, Dibre Chachomim Ludaber Beloshan Guzma, that Chachomim are allowed to exaggerate. So we obviously see the Roshiva is a great Chacham because he uh, Mamish exaggerated so much, he must be such a big Chacham. But after the Rav leaves, we could be the Shem, we could be Mamshi. So, I want to speak about a subject which is um, very dear to me. And also, I think it's uh, very worthwhile to hear um, in the yeshiva of young Bachram. And we all consider ourselves young Bachram. I would like to consider myself also. Smach Bachram Biyadusecha. And this is a subject that could give us a tremendous chizok. It's very interesting. Every Yom Tif we commemorate basically one Ness, you know. Pesach we commemorate Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And Sukkot we commemorate Anani HaKavod. And Shavuos we commemorate the giving of the Torah. And Hanukkah all of a sudden, there are two miracles. There's a miracle of the oil that was supposed to last for one day and it lasted for eight days. And then you have the miracle of the Melchama. And the question is, what are you commemorating? One day for the Melchama, maybe seven days for the Neirois. It's, it's complicated. You know, what exactly are we commemorating? Is it the, the Shemen? Is it the Melchama? Is it a war that there was no way we could have won? The Yavon gave us Siat and we won it anyway. Was it that we really needed, uh, we needed a, a lot of oil and we had very little oil and the Yavon gave us miraculously eight days. What exactly are we commemorating? It's, it's a big confusion. What exactly is Hanukkah? Is there a way to try to explain how the two miracles somehow are connected and they bring out one idea? In other words, a Yom Tif usually commemorates one nest. So what exactly are we commemorating on Hanukkah? The Gemara says they found enough oil for one day and it lasted for eight days. In Alanisim, we talk about the, the military victory. So how do we reconcile this? Bichlal, we all know the famous question that usually in, in, uh, in Yiddishkeit, in Judaism, we don't just celebrate miracles. If you're going to celebrate miracles, you can have a Yom Tif every single day of the year. I mean, the, the Mishnah says in Perkei Yavos, ten miracles took place every single day in the Beis HaMikdash. You know, the column of smoke that went up from the Mizbeach, it never wavered in the wind. So maybe... We should have a column of smoke day. You know, every 17th day of the Oimer, we should go to the Roshiva's house, he should make a big barbecue, and we should make, we should make the smoke of the barbecue go mama straight up, with that everyone's going to be blowing, one guy on this side, that guy's blowing, and, and we're going to have a special chepsa shalmitzah that makes the smoke go straight up, and we should commemorate the miracle of uh, the straight up smoke day. We don't commemorate such a miracle. What? Yeah, you want to? You do? Oh, no. So, we're up to something, right? Or it says the, the meat in the Beis HaMikdash did not rot. So, we should have during the nine days, mamish, uh, flesh, we should make a siyum, and we should have tons of meat, 
We say have a yomtiv that to commemorate that the bus are never rat. We don't do that. It's not such a big deal that in the base of Mikdash miracles took place. That's the Rebun Shum is a call Yachal Demisha Yoimara it's not really worthy of commemoration when something supernatural happens. So what exactly is so important about the fact that the oil that lasted for the oil lasted for eight days, so what it lasted for eight days. Vimansha makes miracles for us all the time. And Bakhlal, the second most uh, well known question about Hanukkah, besides the Beis Yosef's Kasha, is Yeshua's kasha, right? Who wants to say over the Pnei Yeshua's kasha? Right? The kasha of... Uh, you want to say it over? The, the, the kasha is... Uh, most of Chal Yisrael are Tomei, right? The Allah is Tumah, is Hutra, the Tzibur. You see, they, they know it, just, you know, they, they want to give me a chance to say over but there's a concept, Tum Hutra B'tzibar. Tum Hutra B'tzibar means that if the majority of Kali Yisrael is Tameh, you're allowed to do the Avoidah B'tumah. In fact, the Pnei Yeshua says it's not even a hider to do the Avoidah B'tara. It's not even better. It's not even more exemplary. It's not even more L'chachila. So why did we need the miracle B'chlal? What, what's the purpose of the miracle? We could have taken Tameh oil. Every day we could have gone to the Beit Mikdash, used Tameh oil, and it would have been Kasher, L'chachila, Badatz, Edah Every Bezdin in the world would have given Mamish Kosher Lamahadrin. Why did the Rivan Shum have to make the miracle of oil? What was the tachlis of it? Okay. Let's talk about another Indian. We know that Chanukah and Purim are very different, right? You're masking to that? Guys, you know, Chanukah and Purim are very, very different. The way we celebrate Chanukah, besides the Alamisim, that's where the similarities end, you know? Hanukkah, of course, we celebrate physically, and uh, Hanukkah we celebrate spiritually. We say Hallel, we say Alanisim, and Purim we celebrate physically. Yeah? And why? Why is this difference in the, in the way that we observe Hanukkah and Purim? So the famous Lavush that what? One tries to, to take away our physical, and one tries to take away our physical. That's the opposite, oh. actually, for it. What, what's this Chashur Bacher's name? Aaron. Aaron? So Aaron is saying over the Lavush that by Hanukkah, the uh, Yivanim tried to take away the religion. They tried to take away Ruchnias. They tried to be Lashkicham Tarasachal, Avir Mechukavatzinach. They tried to take away the Torah. So, since they tried to take away the Torah, the so the way we celebrate, we celebrate with Torah and Mitzvahs. Purim, what they try to do? So, Purim, they try to annihilate us physically, right? Lahashmid, Lareg, Uliabit. And therefore, on Purim, we celebrate physically the, the Mishta Uvasimcha. Yeah? But let's dig a little deeper. Let's try to analyze a little bit more if we're allowed to. Lachar, we're allowed to. Why did the Rebun Shem allow that in the times of Hanukkah, the Yivanim were allowed to come and say, you can't learn Torah, you can't do Brismila, you can't observe Rosh Chodesh, and they weren't trying to attack us physically. In other words, in times of Hanukkah, the Rebun Shem allowed our physical lives to be protected However, he allowed the Yivanim to try to be oiker, at least to attempt to be oiker, Ruchnius. And in the times of Purim, the Yivan Shalom was not allowing them to be oiker Torah Mitzvahs, but our lives were in danger. Why did the Hashkoch El Why did Hashkoch Pratis have? Why did the Yivan Shalom allow these two different Gezeras? Right? I think we're allowed to ask that question. We have to try to understand. Whatever happens in this world, the Yivan Shalom is doing it. So we're at least entitled to try to understand why the Rebbe is doing it. 
So the Lubush is explaining why we celebrate Hanukkah spiritually, because of the, what the Yavanim tried to do. And why do we celebrate Purim physically? Because of what Haman tried to do. But why did the Yavanim allow Haman to act in one way and allow the Yavanim to act in another way? So there's a Bach. They just found the first printing of the Bach. If anybody wants to buy it, it's available for purchase in the auction by the, the Bayis Chadash. By the way, does anybody know where the Bach had his first shul? The Bach was a Roman Krakow. He started off, he had a shul in Mezhbiz, where the Bach Shem ultimately was. The first shul in Mezhbiz is the shul of the Bach. Interesting, you know? And then the Bach was a Rav in Bells. <laughs> this is hundreds of years before, you know? It's very interesting. But anyway, the Bach says like this. This is the, the revelation of the Bach. It says the Holy Bach that if the Rebbeinu allowed different Gezerois, then there has to be a Siba for it. What was the Siba, what was the cause? In the times of Hanukkah, the Rebbeinu allowed the Yavanim to be Oikar, the Avoidah and the Beis HaMikdash. Again, the Yavanim came, and they said, uh, look, you, you have a Beis HaMikdash, we're closing up shop. No more Beis HaMikdash, no more Avoidah, no more Menorah, no more Mizbeach. Says the Bach, Agiloi, his Mamish reveals this because... It's unclear where in Chazal it says this Yisoyed. The Bach says that the Koyhanim who were doing the Avoidah and the Beis HaMikdash, they were Nisrashel in the Avoidah. They slackened off. They weakened off. In other words, Avada, they came to Shachris. But if Shachris was 7.30, they came to Shachris. 7.32, you know, and they put on their tefillin by 7.36. And until they, you know, rubbed their eyes at 7.37, they started uh, brachas. And they ended up, you know, in our, they would maybe skip uh, some of the psukeh de zimra, and then they would be shtickle lagging behind. So when the chazim started Shemayna Esrei, they weren't quite up to it. And you know, the Mishnah you obviously have to ask your Shiva, but the shita of the Mishnah is that it's only considered davening with a minion if you start Shemayna Esrei with the tibur. In other words, if you start Shemana Esrei, when the Tzibur is up to Atachoinein, you're a Gavaldi, a Jew. You're wonderful. And Mamish Hashkash loves you. It's just you didn't down with the Minyan that day. So it's a little bit of a... So it's supposed to have to be Nishazik and Mizuras in the morning. You, as soon as the alarm rings, you, you want to make, you want to book to Shul. You want to get there without your filling on. So you could say Brachas and you could Mamish say the whole Pesukah Zimra because you want to make sure you accomplish the main objective of dominating with the minion, which is starting Shemon Esrei with the, with the Tzibor. So back in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, the Kaihanim did the Avoidah. They came every single day, but they were Shtikol Misrashel. They slackened off a little, little bit. So says the Bach, they slackened off in the Avoidah. So the Yibam said, you don't really want to do the Avoidah, so don't do the Avoidah. I'm going to send them the Yibamim and they're going to close up shop. You want to weaken? You want to slacken? There are paths in life. There are patterns in life. Nothing in life is static. Nothing in life plateaus. Either you're going up or you're going down. And, you know, we always know that. Everybody knows the Gras. The Gras says you could either go up or you could go down. It seems like either you're going up really, really with, with, with intense velocity or, you know, there's very strong and intense movement. Another, it has to be the Hadraga, but, but it's quick. It's fast-paced. You have to pick a direction because the Kohanim were in this Rachel 
And the Yavon Shalom says, okay, we'll close up shop. So says the Bach, so what happens? How are we going to regain the Avodah? The Kohanim are going to go and they're going to be moiser nefesh. They're going to risk their lives to get the Avodah back. They're going to fight a war to get the Avodah back. So Yavon Shalom says, oh, you taka want the Avodah? I'll give you the Avodah back. And we're going to talk about that. The Bach says, but in the times of Purim, what was the Avera Klai so did in the times of Purim? They were nana from the Suda Bachashverosh. They had uh, illicit hana. They shouldn't have eaten at the Suda, and they ate at the Suda. So therefore, the Rebbe Nisham says, you're going to eat at the Suda, your guf is going to be nana, so Haman's going to come, he's going to make a gzera, lahashmed laharegoliabed. So Klal Yisrael, they do tshuva. How do they do tshuva? They fast for three days. The Rebbe Nisham says, okay, your masak in the chait, so therefore, I'm going to give you a yom tif of Purim, and you celebrate the Mishnah v'simcha. But let's analyze Hanukkah for a moment. What was the Avera of the Kohanim? They were in Nisrashel. By the way, Rav Gedal Yeshua in this week's parsha, he says that the whole episode of Dina and Shechem is very similar to the Gzeros of the Yavanim. The Yavanim wanted to be metame the Kedush of Kal Yisrael. They said every woman who gets married, Tiboel, Lehegma, and Latafsar, Tchila, that's similar to what Shechem did to Dina. Now, says, uh, says Abgadal Yashor, the same way the Kohanim and the Beis Hamikdash were Nisrashel and the Avodah, Chazal say Yaakov Avinu made a neder. He was going to pour um, oil on the Mizbeach. And he didn't get there quick enough. He, so to speak, was only Chazal could criticize Yaakov Avinu, but Chazal see that Yaakov Avinu was a little bit Lufi Madre Gosa in Nisrashel in rededicating that Mizbeach. He was Nisrasha, Chazal say that what, what, that's what brought about Saras Dina. So even this Indian of the Kaihanim being Nisrasha on the Avoidah is Marumas and the Suks Parsha. So, but let's think about what the Rebbe Hashem did. The Rebbe Hashem says, You want to come late to Minyan? Fine. I'll let you come late to Minyan. But whenever you want to come, you could come. The Rebbe Hashem didn't say that. The Rebbe Hashem says, You want to come late? Then I'm going to give you a reason that you can't come at all. That's what happened in the, in the times of the Mikdash, where the Kohanim were in Nisrashel, and Hashem said, you want to be in Nisrashel? We're closing up shop. Finished. I, you don't want it? Then I don't want it. Even though you only don't want it a little bit, but the way things work in this world is, they're patterns. When you start going on a certain road, you don't really want the Avoida. Hashem says, no problem. Nothing at all. Zero. We're going to call on the government. We're going to close down the shuls. We're not going to let anyone come to shul. We're not going to let anyone come to the yeshiva. If you don't really, really want it, then I don't want it. There are patterns in this world. That's what the Bach is saying. Again, just saying the words of the Bach. Now, we know that the way the Rebbe Hashem works is Mida Toiva Merubah. Let's think about it. Mida Toiva Merubah, which means that whatever midah we see in the Hanhagah HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Einesh exists 500 more times L'Toiva. So what would happen if somebody would say, I do want it. I'm going to be mechazik myself. I'm going to make an effort to try a little bit more, come a tiny bit earlier. How much extra siyata d'shmai would that person be eligible for? Mamish in Mashiach. Because if in the times of the Mikdash, the Kayim were slightly Nisrashel, look what happened, the whole base of Mikdash was shut down. 
Then imagine if somebody said, that's it, I'm starting tomorrow, I'm going to put my best foot forward, and they don't even take this major kabbalah, they just say, 30 more seconds, one more minute, a little bit more hiskaskos. Imagine what could happen. So let's see, Taka, what happened in the times of Hanukkah. So the Kayhanim said, we're going to be moist and nefesh for the Avoidah. Hashem says, wow, you must never say Avoidah? Then it has to be, I'm going to give you Avoidah that's mamish, not possible, beteva. So you say, what Avoidah did Hashem give Kali so that's not possible, beteva? Hashem's going to say, this little flask of Shemen, which is only enough oil to last for one day. And the truth is, you don't need anything more. Because uh, even L'Charchila, it's good enough. I am going to give you such bracha and siyata deshmai and your avoidas Hashem, once you made the effort, that you're going to light this ner and it's going to last for eight days. Question, but it's not necessary. And the answer is, it's mamish not necessary. It's bachlal not necessary. This is how the world works. This is how the Yom Shem operates. It's b'derech she'adam roitza leilech meilichan Whatever direction you want to take in life, the Yom Shem is going to take the big magnifying glass of Shamayim and say, whatever direction you want, we're, we're, we're headed there. You just tell me where, you just tell me. Letoiv or lemutav, and I'm taking you to the top of either, either place. Those are the two options. You have to tell me which direction you're going. You want to be Nisrashel? Or you want to be Nishazik? So the question is, why we're commemorating miracles? We don't commemorate miracles. Miracles are not so important. We have so many miracles in Beis HaMikdash. It's not the miracle that we're celebrating. It's what the miracle represents. The miracle represents that when a Yid strengthens himself in Avodah Sashem, in Tefillah, in Torah, in Midois, in being Mizdabek to Arabeyan, then the Rebbe Hashem gives us such tremendous siyata deshmaya lemala minateva she'en kamoyo that nobody ever saw before. The Rebbe Hashem says, once you're mechazik, I'm going to let you light the menorah that's supposed to last for one day and it's going to last for eight days. You know the story about this guy? There's once Al-Mam Shemeshugin, a guy. You know, he loved alcohol. He loved beer, whiskey, schnapps, everything, you name it. His favorite time of the week was after Musaf Shabbos. He's Mamish, he, he was Le'ela Le'ela. And he, also Purim, Hanukkah he wasn't so into it. So, his family had enough of him because he basically, he sold everything in the house to buy alcohol. He sold the chandelier, the chairs, he sold his children, everything. Mamish sold everything. So the, the family had enough. It's a medrash. And the, the family said, that's it, we're going to take dad, and we're going to, while he's sleeping, or while he's drunk, we're going to take him out into the Beis HaKvaros, we're going to dig uh, him a fresh grave, and we're just going to dump him there. The Kachava. It's a true story. It's brought in the Medrash. And uh, the father is laying there in the grave. He's in a drunken stupor. So the Medrash says, all of a sudden, an army came, and the army was stationed in the Beis HaKvaros, and you know, soldiers, they have so much alcohol with them in their caravan. They had mamish bars and lashen uh, kamayim. And all of a sudden, they get a message that an, un- an invading uh, uh, troops are coming, and they had a scram, and they left all their alcohol, all their beer and whiskey and schnapps. They left it mamish in this guy's kever. 
And he wakes up, and he opens his eyes, and he's surrounded by mamish, like, like light, like, like, and he said, Ganeden is even better than I imagined. <laughs> and, and, uh, the children came a few days later to see how their father is doing. They figured it's time for a levaya, and they see he's drinking like he never drank before. Ad kan this is the most bizarre medrash in Kalatarakal. What exactly is the limit of this medrash? Says this is the most important limit in Avodas Hashem. The limit is. Whatever direction you take in life, whatever you really want in life, the Rebbe Hashem is going to give you siyato deshmaya lemala menateva bederech sheadam roitzal lelech melech If you want to be an alcoholic, you're going to have such siyato deshmaya to be an alcoholic that the Rebbe Hashem is going to come and benisim v'neflois. He's going to provide you with alcohol that you could never have imagined. Says the Mechdam If this is the siyato deshmaya that comes to somebody who just wants a davar ra, imagine how much siyata d'shmaya the Rebbe Hashem will give somebody who wants to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who wants to improve themselves in Limar Torah, in Tefillah, in Ruchnias. Imagine how much siyata d'shmaya they'll be eligible for. One more, one more story, and then we'll wrap it up. The Gemara Bracha says a Maisa about Rav Meir, of course, and Yoisi and another Tana and they were uh, they were traveling and the Gemara says Rameir was Dayek Bishma Rameir would always uh, investigate the, me- the meaning of somebody's name so they asked the innkeeper their name and the innkeeper said my name is Kidar so Rameir says Oiva this guy is big trouble Kidar Tapucha Isema this guy is going to bring, bring us big trouble and the other Tana they didn't play, play, uh, pay such uh, careful attention to the guy's name and uh, he said, by the way, uh, you know, Shabbos is coming, maybe I'll watch your wallet for you. So they gave him the wallet, and Rameir didn't trust him with the wallet. So Rameir went, and he buried the wallet by a kever. Now it was his mazel that the kever was the innkeeper's father. That night, the innkeeper had a dream. Who comes in a dream? The tata. The tata said, you won't believe it, there's a, an amazing wallet resting right by my foot. So uh, the innkeeper went to ask Rameir, what, what do you say about dreams? Rameir said, no, no, don't pay attention to dreams, they're meaningless. No. But meanwhile, Rameir went and he stood by the wallet for the whole Shabbos. Fine, that's the story. Asked Chaim Shmulevitz, what is going on over here? Why would the father from the Oilama Emes come and give the innkeeper a cholom of how to steal somebody's wallet? Says Chaim Shmulevitz, if somebody really wants to steal, the Rebbeinu will give such siyata d'shmaya benisim v'neflois that from the oilam ha'emes he'll send down someone who's in the next world and give the person inside how he could be a better ganav. And why exactly is the Gemara giving us etzus of how to be a better ganav? The Gemara is showing us because if a person really, really wants to grow in ruchnias, then. Mida Toiva Maruba 500 times more. The Mida Toiva Makadish Baruch was 500 times greater. That if somebody wants to grow in Ruchnias, the Rebbe has so many Shluchim and ways and methods and avenues of granting a person Siata Deshmaya Lamalo Menateva 
The only thing we have to do is pick the direction. Where are we headed? What do we really want? You put your best foot forward with a little hischazkos, with a little strengthening, with a little zrizus, you become eligible to the nace of the Pach Hashemen. When you look at Chanukah, Chanukah is one, one miracle. It's not the miracle of the Mulchama and the miracle of the Shemen. Because we were mechazik ourselves and we fought to regain the Avoidah, Mamela, the natural consequence, was a supernatural result that we were eligible for Siyata Deshmaya Lamala Menateva. So, I want to thank everybody for giving me the opportunity to see this mamish beautiful yeshiva and getting chizuk from the tremendous bachram over here. And uh, to give us great chizuk that the whole yesoid of Hanukkah is that when we are mechazik ourselves, even a little bit, even kipischoy shomachat, that, you know, when, when we're thinking about what do we have to do, what is our avoidah today, our avoidah today is just a tiny bit more. A tiny bit, a little bit more. The Chavetz Chaim always uh, loved to think about the invention of the elevator. Why? I don't think the Chavetz Chaim had an elevator in his house. But he was very happy there was a concept of an elevator. He said, an elevator is Avodah Hashem. You just press the button and you put your best foot forward and then the Rebbe Hashem carries you all the way up. So that's what we hope for. And the uh, Rebbe Hashem should give us Siata Deshmaya to give that little bit extra effort and his chazkos. And then, Yibam will be mevarech, all of us, with siyata deshmaya. And uh, thank you so much for having me in this wonderful yeshiva. Shkoyach uh, Rosh Shiva. And uh, brachavat Amen. Shkoyach.